Hey guys, welcome to How Not to Be a Dick When Going Out to Eat. I'm Summer. I'm Heather. Now let's get our shift started. Come on, just stab your tickets. Coming in corner. It's so cold in here. Can you turn the heat up? Hey, can you put the game on the TV? 86 Salmon. Hey people, welcome back, welcome back. I uh, hope you had a stellar week at work. How was yours, Heather? Oh, you know, busy as always. Yeah. Keeping me out of trouble, so there's that. That's good. I don't have time to spend money or get in trouble, then yeah. everything's good. Yeah, How about I you? agree. I agree. Mine was pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. You know, there's work. Mm -hmm. there, were, there were eggs. There were bacon. There was money. There was biscuits and gravy. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, that B&G's. The best. It's me, Febron. I back up there soon. You do. I think everybody needs to go in there. I agree. Everybody just needs biscuits and gravy in their life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So today we're going to be diving into a couple different little worlds um, that kind of have the same thing similar there's like a similar energy yeah similar energy for them that's mm -hmm. thank you yeah um, so trying to hire the staff away or you know getting that staff to join your mlm or getting that staff to do fundraising for you mm -hmm. or trying to sell stuff to that staff right participate in events that aren't profitable for your company yeah like. you know all of these can be flattering but also annoying as fuck depending on how it's done you know like at the bar i works at a little bar fuck how long has it been now 10 11 years <laughs> ago a gentleman a regular you know real, real nice guy loved him and his wife they always sit pretty fat they were cool mm -hmm. uh he was like hey you know after a year of coming in summer i'm gonna i'm gonna open up a bar and i want you to be my bartender mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay you know where's the bar gonna be well i don't know mm. what's the bar's name oh i don't know like well do you have any experience owning a bar well no mm. but you can help me with that mm. and i was like nah Nah, bro, I that's, can't. That's red flags right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like, I can't. Like, it's all fun and games, so, you know. Oh, yeah, you want me? He's like, no, when I do it, because I'm going to do it, you got to be the bartender. You got to be the bartender. Huh. And, I, you know, I told him, I said, look, this is how much I make here. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to give me more yeah. to leave this job yeah. and no. come work for you. And he was like, well, I can't, I can't cover that. And I said, hmm. We're gonna have to cover it at first until until the tips come in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> you know not all places are balls to the walls busy as soon as you open. Yeah, no. So you know if you're not gonna cover that, then you know we right. You have to make this make sense. Yeah. In order for me to do it, because I'm not stupid. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he was like, "Well, let me keep working on it, and, uh, and then you know just never." It's like being about it's it like again. being invited to be in someone's wedding, like right. not at the wedding, but like in the wedding, yeah. and then they don't have a date set or a venue or right. A groom or you know like <laughs> minor details but you're gonna be in it we got that figured out yeah, so this is basically you know they, wishful thinking this is like in the sixth grade like oh you'll be my my mm -hmm. maid of honor right yeah i'll be your man around here oh gosh no, can't wait no no that's not how that's not how the real world works right and yeah, I'm, like I'm not a big fan of risk and uncertainty. Like, I need to know what I'm getting myself yeah. into. Like, I'm not... Before I say yes. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not scared to, to start a new place. I've done it several yeah, times. Yeah, you've done it before. Uh, Sometimes out of necessity. Like, right, yeah. not, like, just blindly yeah. doing something that could, like, completely blow yeah. up in your face. You know, and to say this, like, and this is going to go against how modest I am. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty fucking awesome at my job. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't have a problem making regulars. Right. 
So making money is not that big of a deal, but you're going to have to cover it until the customers come in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just yep. how it is. I'm, I'm old and I got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. So, and even back then, well, I wasn't as old. You weren't but old, I had bills but to pay yeah. And dogs to feed, mm-hmm. you know. Always. I don't know why. At that point, I had five dogs. Like, don't be coming, don't be coming to the, the single <laughs> the single mother of four uh-huh. or five fur babies and, and tell me you can't get me money. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to feed them? Where are the milk bones coming from? Right. You know? Like, are you paying me in milk bones They don't bones fall from the sky. No. But, so, needless to say, I stayed at that job. Yeah. He never opened a bar that I know of. Yeah. So. You gotta make it make sense. Yeah. Or don't bother. Yeah. Come with a business plan, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me the name of, like, at least have the name of your bar before right. you're trying to get There's also a possibility place. I might like where I am if you've seen me here a while. I think at that point I still liked where yeah. I was at. That was before I realized the owner was a fucking dick bag yeah i think what we're gonna see a a pattern emerge is like if i want to work for you i'm gonna reach out to you right like you're gonna hear that from me let it let it come from that direction like let's treat this like a buyer's market where it's like okay i'm interested in a job let me come to you or even you know you could do it where like if you want the person (laughs) you're talking to to come work for you but you don't want to overstep that boundary Uh just say hey you know i've got this new spot i got this job opening do you know anybody that might be interested yeah and then if i'm interested Mm -hmm. that opens the door for me to ask you questions and possibly go towards it or if I say, no, I don't know, then you you know to just fucking move on. Right, yeah. Don't spend 30 minutes trying to convince me to leave a job that's paying my mm-hmm. bills. Yeah, I like yeah. that better. Like, let's not do this while someone's paying me to be here. Like, that's right. not right. Yeah. Like, we could agree to, like, talk about this at some more appropriate time. Right. Sure. Well, I'm not trying to like make sure that person doesn't run out of their beverage and this person's waiting on food from me and you're trying to talk to me about unrelated stuff. Right. Oh my god, one of the cooks at the breakfast places where it was New Year's Eve. I remember the shift because it started off so well. <laughs> my, my New Year's Eve shift ended with a bang. We're going to save that story for much, much later in, in the podcast, but mm-hmm. Heather, Heather knows the bang that mm-hmm. happened on my New Year's Eve. So mm-hmm. uh, it started off in the morning. Everybody's in a good mood uh, and one of the cooks comes up to me and he's like hey do you work somewhere at night and I was like no you know I, I want to do days I'm old I'm trying to have my nights off I gotta watch my murder she wrote I gotta uh-huh. be in my jammies at 7 30 yeah, she's got her shows yeah I got my warm milk at 8 I'm asleep <laughs> by 8 30 bro and he's like oh no you gotta come you gotta come work at my country club like what? you'll make so much money there I'm like, no. No. I'm a sleepy time tea bear at heart. Like, I want to be in my chair with my head on my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, if you can make money at a country club, especially at night in the bar. Oh, yeah. I'm just not trying to live that world anymore. Right. And he's like, oh, but we need good servers. And I'm like, Uh everywhere needs good servers. Sure you do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everywhere is looking for that. You're not the first place, bud. No. Everywhere needs a good server. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to work Maybe nights. approach someone who already works that schedule or that yeah. subset of the industry. Like, yeah. they're going to be more inclined yeah. to take that opportunity. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know, like, I, I don't work doubles anymore. You know, we've, we've had a conversation during this podcast where I have actually mm-hmm. created my schedule yep. to align with what makes me fucking happy. 
and mm-hmm. that's working days, and I have my nights off, yep. and I have my days off, mm-hmm. and, you know, randomly I'll help out on, on a day off, right. but I'm not trying to go from one job to another job. Like, I don't have that in me. Mm-mm. Not anymore. No. I am burnt out from 12-hour days. Yeah. You know? That's like assuming a, a high school teacher would want to be a kindergarten teacher. Like, yeah. no, they're probably doing what they're doing for a reason. I would rather be a kindergarten teacher. Honestly. Sorry to change the subject a little bit. No, I think that's fair. I'm saying, like, I could do some finger painting. Yeah. Oh, I could see you doing that. Yeah. Because I would definitely, like, tell some high school kids well, to go fuck themselves. And, like, five-year-olds don't talk back the way teenagers do. I think they do, but I just... In I their find, own, like, charming I way. I find tiny human humans who who talk back and have attitude. <laughs> I find them delightful. <laughs> I find them funny. Mm. I just... That gets I love, you in touch with your inner child it does, a little bit. Because, you know, th- those kids, they say whatever the fuck they think. Mm. And that that's just what's happening. Yeah. You can't they, really hold it against them. Yeah. Like, you can't... You, you just look at they them like... They don't know better yet. Seriously? <laughs> like, yeah. You... Yeah. I, I don't even know how to respond to what you just said other than... Well done. Mm-hmm. Well done, child. Well done. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely be okay with a kindergartner. But yeah. a high schooler, I'd probably smack them. Yeah. So that's like someone asking work nights. Like, mm, yeah. no. Like, I, did, I will be a teacher. I will right. not be that kind. You like, know, I, but it was funny. Like a that. long time ago, the first restaurant I ever worked at, the, one of the night servers was a teacher. Hmm. And she came up to me and was like, hey, Summer, oh, my God, you should be a substitute teacher. You'd be so good at it. (laughs) We're standing next to the bar, and there's a whole bunch of regulars at the bar. And, Uh you know, at this point, I'm not a bartender. I'm just a server. Right. But, I, you know, I've been drinking with these people for a while. Yes, I was of legal age. Sure. Everybody knows. Uh (laughs) Went back to my first restaurant, which a long time ago. And all the regulars are looking at me like, look. Have you? Is it? Is this your first Does time being server? Like, do you what? Because you're gonna teach all those kids to fucking cuss. Like, oh, yeah. they're gonna get picked up, and their parents are gonna yeah, not know I what mean, happened to their little angel. Yeah, I mean, I got no, major there's... props for for teachers having to put up with that shit, but mm-hmm. it, it's not me. Yeah. I'd be like, someone it. broke your toy, go break their toy. Right. You'll feel better. Yeah. That would be me. Or you. I think she was like like junior high, middle school, and Ooh. I couldn't do it, man. No. I couldn't do it. That sounds a, rough. We'll like, have to do a crossover episode with a teacher. Yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah. That's what my cousin, Lindsay, she was mm-hmm. a teacher. And mm-hmm. she was like eighth grade social studies. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you put up with these people? I mean, she's much, she's very sarcastic like me. You're going to meet her mm-hmm. at the, our last episode. You're that's right. Her. That's right. But she's way more patient mm-hmm. than I am. Way, 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 way. <laughs> um, she's a little more couth. Huh. Is that the word? Couth? Yeah. 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 Um, she was like, I'm like, how do you put up with these kids? I don't know how I would do with it. And she said, well, you make friends with either the funny one or the biggest one on the first day, and then nobody fucks with you after that. That sounds like prison rules. And I was like, so yeah, like, we're, so we're basically just doing prison rules, man? Like, Welcome to the yard. Like, so I just walk in the room and just knock the kid out, yep. and then, okay, we're cool? Yep. No? No. No, I don't, you're not allowed to hate kids. I'm uh, sorry. Right. We're not teachers. Don't worry. Yeah, we're not never, teachers. Never going to happen. No, never going to happen. Also never going to happen. I was bartending at one of our spots one night and this guy comes in and he's like, oh, how long have you worked here? And I tell him and he's like, oh, that's not very long. What's your background? And I was like, oh, you know, I used to be an accountant and his eyes lit up and that's not a usual reaction to me telling people that information. So I was immediately suspicious and he's like, yeah, our bookkeeper just quit today. Um, Would you be interested in getting back to numbers? And I'm honestly not. And it's 
probably obvious on my face at this point, but he like insisted on giving me his email address and getting me in touch with their like hiring manager person. And I was like, if this person just like quit today, I'm curious what her reasons are. Like there's gotta be, like if someone quit your company this abruptly and now you're in the lurch and you're in trouble, like that doesn't sound like something for me. No. And I was like, honestly, I I make like a lot more now than I thought I would when I left that industry. So like, obviously I took a cut but I also significantly improved my mental health by getting yeah. out from behind a desk and mm-hmm. off my ass and yeah. somewhere where there's like not really much of a dress code yeah. and there's free drinks and like yeah. just so many nice things about this industry that I right. love and I get to like act like myself and be treated like a person and I was like buddy I can't even get into the pros and cons of this with you like I I left that intentionally I did not get taken hostage by this place that I work like I'm I'm here willingly and I don't think I don't think he was like understanding what I was saying so needless to say I did not follow up on that lead but well it probably comes from the whole side point of him thinking that this job is above where you're at, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like, that job right. better than, than being a bartender. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, no, not really. Well, and, like, you and I both, like, this is, like, our full-time, like, our main gig, and there's a lot of people... Yeah. There's plenty of people we've both worked with who, like, they serve or bartend or whatever on the side, and then they have their quote-unquote real job. Yeah. And it really annoys me when people are like, well, what's your what's your real job? Or, like, well, how long are you going to do this, and when are you going to go back to working? And I'm like, excuse you? Like, this is... <laughs> like, this is fucking work, man. <laughs> like, this is paying my bills right now, this stupid conversation that I'm having right. um, with you. So, like, it feels disrespectful. Like, oh, yeah. I hate to tell you... Uh... That's not Since getting I, I've got many, many moves on you. Mm-hmm. That's never going to go away. Yeah. People will always think that your your job is beneath you and yeah. it's definitely beneath them and it should be beneath you. I, I think people thought I had a midlife crisis. And granted, yeah. I did shave my head the first time around yeah. the time I like left that job. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm a happier human being yeah. than I used to be. Sometimes you just gotta like drop a bomb on your life to figure out what, what needs to stay. And, and what will withstand it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I've made several big changes in my life in the last 10 years that, mm-hmm. you know, some of them were, were bad and some of them were great. And mm-hmm. you never know when you're making those changes yep. what's going to lead you to it. But, you know, I, I can tell you that working at the breakfast place has allowed me to have more time to do this fucking podcast Yay. with you. So, I think so that's that a good a, fucking thing right there. Was really I, was, I was devastated that you were leaving me, but... Yeah, I know. I mean, I just think... In the long run, you know, it sucked. And I thought I might never see you again. Look, yeah. here we are. And then, and then I created a podcast just for us Aww, so that we can buddy. stare into each other's eyes. Aww, Aww. I feel so loved. I know. That's the thing about this industry. I always tell people it's very humanizing. Yeah. And sometimes you see the ugly side of humanity. But it's humanizing. Because yeah. I think office jobs, people get very fake. Yeah. Those, like, white-collar jobs, people are out there, like, projecting an image. Yeah. And that's a necessarily, like, a necessary evil in a capitalist society. Those are the people that buy our food and yeah. drink our drinks. So, you know, it takes all these types of people to make the world go around. But right, for sure. Yeah, so the other day I was out to eat with my mom, and she was talking to me about her work mm-hmm. and all the aggravations there. 
And then I was talking about my work and all my aggravations there. Mm -hmm. And it was like (laughs) the same thing without being the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was literally, you know, people not doing this and, you know, it falling on us to do and blah, 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 you know. But it was just, we're both making money and paying our bills. Right. I don't understand why people think because she works in an office that... You right, know, her job is better than mine. We all put up the like same bullshit. your issues involve photocopiers and yeah, uh, you know, meeting emails maybe or whatever. Yeah. And my issues like someone didn't fill salt shakers, right. and now they're all empty, and this employee's yeah. sleeping with this employee, and someone's right. ex is trying to take their kid. You know, like whatever. Like mm-hmm. our worlds are a little different. Different but the same. Yes, correct. I know I mentioned fundraising. Mm-hmm. So I had this lady sit down at a bar. I'd only served her like twice. I thought she was a fucking bitch the first time. <laughs> well, um, wait, how did you really feel? Yeah, that's, yeah. You know mm-hmm. me, I'm not going to hold back. Especially <laughs> on this podcast. That I just, mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold back. The second time she came in, I, I didn't think much better of her. Mm-hmm. And then she's got these things that she's selling to raise money for her kid's football team. And it's one of those, like, you buy it for 20 and then you can use it for a whole oh, year. Oh, yeah. These discounts Little coupon these book. Places, whatever. Mm-hmm. And... She goes, hey, here, will you sell these to your to your regulars? And at the time, one of the other servers there had a daughter who was like marching band or whatever, who was also selling the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, ma'am, you know, I can't sell it for you. One, I'm not going to bother my guests right. to buy something. Mm-hmm. Two, one of our servers is selling these to the regulars for her daughter's marching band. And the woman's like getting shitty with me. She's like, what do you mean you can't do that? And I said, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Like, I'm not going to bother my guests. Yeah. This is not my job to do. Right. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. The, here, the only thing I will do on, like, fundraising and selling for other people is fucking Girl Scout cookies, mm-hmm. okay? And that's because they're fucking cookies and who doesn't want a cookie? Right. Yeah. It depends on who I'm buying from that year. Usually mm-hmm. I drop, like, a hundred bucks. Right. I put my four, five, six boxes in the freezer, you mm-hmm. know, whatever I'm thinking. Yeah, that's, that year, that's you know, different. It lasts for the year. And then I take the rest of them to the bar. Yep. And I just kind of set them up mm-hmm. and people go and buy them. I, I'm not doing some dumbass coupon book. No. Especially working. I'm not right. going to do that. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, I'm already doing sales and you're asking me to do more sales on top yeah. of that? No. On something that you're supposed to do. That or you're going to that, that your gonna child from. is supposed to be doing. Yeah, your child's not learning anything from yeah. this. Except how to take advantage of people. Yeah. So we had to, like, we were arguing about it. And finally, I just looked down and was like, no. And walked away. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm done. I, I don't know how this conversation had to take this long. Right. But we're, we're done. She's not able to take no for an answer. <gasps> No, she wasn't. I had someone approach me with what seemed like a very, like, grave piece of business um, at a busy, busy weekend at one of the one of the spots I work at. And this, this guy has, like, clearly been delegated on this mission by his boss who's, like, too busy. And she sent someone out to ask people to, like, donate slash participate in an event that they're doing that has, like, nothing to do with our industry. It's in the same town, but, like, that's about all we have in common. And I was like, I'm in the middle of, like, losing my mind out here trying to, like, support a team with a lot of new people on it and just, like, a crazy busy day and you're down here giving me a spiel that, like, has no value for me to participate in. Like, if anything, it's gonna, like, pull from our resources that are already stretched very thin. Yeah. And you're trying to, like, give me info for your boss and I was like, mm, great thank you for your time 
not super interested. Like, not going to lie. We're probably not going to help you with this. Yeah. And I was like, I feel bad, and I shouldn't even feel bad because it's a big ask. Yeah. You know, like, I've been on fundraising side of I've created an event, and I need stuff for silent auction. Uh-huh. As an intelligent human being, I would never go in and ask somebody while they're fucking busy. Yeah. For anything. Right. Like, if you see the place is busy, you don't ask. Mm-hmm. Usually you go during 2 to 4. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Right. Like, he had a look on his face like there was an emergency. Like, someone died. And I was like, dude, I gotta, I gotta go talk to this guy. And I get over there, and it's just like a wobbly sales pitch. And I yeah. was like, mm, yeah, no. no. I'll take your info, and then as soon as you leave, it's going in the trash. Right. I mean, if you want a favor from, from, a, from a business, definitely don't impede that business. Right. While asking for that. Yeah, that's not the way to ask. Yeah. Again, like, there's probably a better approach. Probably the, um... The wildest job offer I ever got was when I was in college and there was a gas station that I went to like twice a week and I would buy gas and I would get like a donut and probably a fountain coke. And one day the guy who like ran the gas station offered me a job there. And I was like, like, I've talked to you before. Like, I'm in college. Like, I'm working on a degree. I'm not interested in working at this gas station that I frequent. Like, no offense to people who work at gas stations. But I was like, I'm, like, a customer. Like, I'm just, like, shopping here. And I'm just going to take my donut and go. Like, it was, like, he was, like, he was, like, I I, I need people. You could start next weekend. And I was, like, "Mm, no, probably not. (laughs) No, No, I have a job. I had a 20-hour-a-week job while I was in college. Like, I don't have time for that. Mm, But I must have seemed like a very upstanding citizen as a customer. I mean, I would totally give you a job. Yeah. That sounded sounded sexual. (laughs) If I bought donuts donuts from you twice a week, you would offer me a job? Okay. Good to know. You should start your own business, and I'll come work for you. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Just kidding. That's my pitch. That's the entire pitch. I have no other details for you. (laughs) I'm hired. I'm hired. Just, I like it. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure there have been plenty more mm-hmm. in the many, many years, but I've... Yeah, I had, a, I had a pest control salesman being a pest to me for a couple of weeks, <laughs> and I doubt he would ever listen to this, but I'll throw him under the bus anyway. I don't remember his name because I didn't save it. Any of the times he emailed me, called me, texted me, left me voicemails, yeah. and I ignored this for like two and a half weeks, and then he tracked me down at one of the locations I worked at and came in to talk to me and ordered a meal and then sat down and got out his paperwork and I was like this is not this is not the way to approach how do you have your cell phone number from my business card oh yeah Mm. business cards are dangerous we have them now for the podcast yeah. But they don't have cell phone numbers yeah, on there, do they? Sure don't have That's cell awesome. Phones. I yeah. love our business cards. Yeah. yeah. Sure no, but the creepy thing was he clearly like looked me up on Facebook because he walked into a location, saw me, said my full name, and was like, I thought something might have happened to you. You haven't answered any of my calls. And I was like, Good lord. Yeah, Take I mean, a hint. Usually salespeople like get it after a while. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't think any place I've ever worked at that I answered a phone and they asked for the owner would I ever actually give them the owner. Yeah. Like, if I think it's somebody Owners they might want to talk to, I'm like, oh, let me go see. He was talking about going to the store. I'm not sure if he left already or not. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Put on hold. And then it's like, hey, bud, this is who it is. You want to talk? You want not to talk? Yeah. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no. Right. But I'll take your info. Yeah. And quote unquote pass it along. Yeah. Like, or when they're like, oh, just give me their number. No. No. Sorry, I'm not going to do that. Mm-mm. I had somebody argue with me. Well, I mean, she's already given me her number. Well, then you should have it, sir. Yeah. Why are you, why are you involving me now? <laughs> I cannot give you her number. Uh-huh. Like, that won't happen nope. because I, I, I have a job to keep. Mm-hmm. I will write down your number yep. and I will personally text her 
as soon as I get off the phone, right? all the information. Like, do you just want someone to to else you, to say no to you in a different tone of voice yeah. than mine that's slightly more irritated? Sure. Yeah. We can do that. Right. <laughs> I can pass you along yeah. to that person. Yeah. That's what I was like. You're not going to get any farther with them. Like, hand out your, your oh. cell phone number. No, I don't even work there, and I'm going to go train some it, people. It wasn't my call to make this decision to use this company or not. So I was really, I was like, that's, I was like, this isn't my call to make as he's making his pitch again in person. And then he's like, oh, well, who should I talk to? And I was like, this is what you should have asked yourself when I ignored all your other communications yeah. with me, maybe. But and then he subscribed me to a, an email list that I just had to block. So <laughs> I think we're done. Like I think yeah. we're done here. I really hope so salespeople can be crazy i was like i just want to do my job i know you're trying to do your job but the way you're doing your job is really affecting the way i do mine and that's not cool that's what i want to avoid i think we covered a lot today it's a good it's a good lesson for people to just not try to poach people not try to solicit people while they're trying to work find another way to to communicate your interest in doing some other piece of business but not not while we're serving you. Agreed, 100%. Well, guys, I think that's going to be it for us today. I'm pretty excited about uh, next week's episode. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not excited about all of no, them. No, I'm excited uh, about all of them. The next one is the Forkies! Hey, the Forkies! And if you don't remember what the Forkies is, mm-hmm. we'll be reviewing uh, movies and TV shows that are based on the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's us, and then we got a couple other people, too. And so we're going to be reviewing them. Negative, positive. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, this will be the equivalent of me singing this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's not going to be a holiday episode this time, so sorry, everybody. Yep, this is it. This will be our fun one, so I'm pretty excited about that. They're all fun. They are all fun, but this is our super fun one. Yeah, yeah. This is the Thunderdome of episodes. (laughs) I agree. Okay, guys, well, we hope you make all the money this weekend, and uh, we will see you next week. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye! Your cut. Kitchen is closed. Don't forget to roll your silverware. Last call.